Right, Pastor Dan here with your May 18th weekly midweek encouragement. I write these and send them out via email and post them on my blog. And for the benefit of those who prefer the audio, I read them aloud. So here we go. May 18th, 2022. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That's an excerpt from the Nicene Creed. It is a tumultuous time in the life of our parent denomination as protagonists and antagonists vie for supremacy and the capitulation of opponents. Though with scornful wonder men see her sorrow pressed by schism rent asunder, by heresies distressed, yet saints their watch are keeping, their cry goes up, how long? And soon the night of weeping shall be the morn of song. That's uh, verse 2 of the Church's One Foundation by Samuel John Stone. The disagreement seems at first to be about highly volatile social and political matters, but it goes far deeper. Our denomination is rent asunder over core beliefs about God and God's relationship with humanity. The Apostles' Creed and the more extensive Nicene Creed have always served as my anchor in the tumult of social storms. The Apostles did not produce the Creed, but it became essential to subsequent generations because it contains succinct, a succinct summary of their teachings. Early Christians adamantly stuck to the Apostles' teachings. It served as the next best thing to sitting under the instruction of those who walked with Jesus. And when the gospel reached large swaths of peoples, protagonists and antagonists battled over human interpretations of God's nature and God's relationship with humanity. The Nicene Creed eventually emerged to establish logical responses to popular criticisms of apostolic Christianity. We still use it in churches and as Christian believers to this day. When I'm asked in my pastoral capacity to advise teachers of children's Christian education, I always give a copy of the Nicene Creed and suggest they help their charges to attain an age-appropriate understanding of it. I recently read an article by an opponent of the traditional movement within our denomination that criticized inclusion of the Nicene Creed by proposed rules of doctrine and discipline. The critics' thoughtfully worded argument said many things, but was most vocal in what it did not say. The opposition to the creed showed an unwillingness to be bound by its tenets. By stating it should not be part of the rules and religious standards, the author is ripping the heart of Christianity from the denomination's chest. If you gather in Jesus' name, but choose not to believe what the apostles and early Christians said about him, then what is Jesus to your religion? Is he a great moral philosopher like Confucius or the Buddha? Is Jesus a human who founded and led a worldwide religion like Islam? Have we outgrown the Bible and apostolic faith? The perils of secularization and persecution will always be part of religions and their institutions. That's why schisms and rebellions are inevitable. 
While they often involve violence, which can be vicious, non-physical attacks, too, the process always produces revival and doctrinal clarity. Violence is born out of a heightened emotion and bitter frustrations with opponents. It often results in a greater devotion to the destruction of enemies than to the core matters at hand. Sadly, it defies the Nicene Creed's high calling to be one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That is, one body of which Christ is the head, set apart for the Lord, a sanctified people, a church universal, unbound by human institutions, rooted in apostolic teaching and tradition. Come quickly, mourn of song. Mm-hmm.